we'd like to take a moment to tell you about our sponsor, Anchor. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. Now, let's get to the show. What's the best way to reduce? Eat plenty or starve yourself? 30 pounds in just 18 weeks, Jenny Craig totally worked. I love to eat, but overeating made it impossible to lose weight. My body wants bread and I'm going to give my body what it wants. Oh my God. So I naturally. Medical studies prove that overeating is the number one reason for weight gain. If you need to lose weight, you'll see your natural Welcome to Fat Camp, a podcast that throws a comedy eye over our societal obsession of diets. Now, a little disclaimer, we are not health experts, but we are fad diet connoisseurs. I'm your host, comedian Grace Mulvey. And I'm your co-host, Connor Dowling. Welcome to Fad Camp. Hey everybody, welcome back to the show. Another episode of Fad Camp for you guys. We've got a really exciting episode for you. But first, me and Grace just want to have a little chat and check in, see how we're getting on. Grace, yes. what's been going on? How are we, Connor? Um, yeah, do you know, before the show I said to Connor, I kind of wanted to, you know, give a little confessional. It's time to get confessional in here, Connor. Um, I have been finding, since we've started doing the podcast, I, my relationship with food has gotten better I've been trying to do intuitive eating I've been like diet culture is bullshit you know Mm. really look as we've been dissecting every diet we've ever done and we've been like this is crazy you know diets don't do diets you know fad diets don't work diets don't work but in the last few weeks I have to say I just like my self-confidence has crumbled my body image has crumbled. I'm in the real time of transition, which is like, you know, job changing and moving and all that sort of stuff. So like, you know, when you, you're, you're, you know, I was sick as well. And like, you start comfort eating, which by the way, is absolutely fine to do, but totally judging myself about it, comparing myself to other, or my friends who are, you know, thinner, naturally thinner people, smaller people, all this sort of stuff. And I was honestly, before we even recorded the show, I was like, maybe I'll just start a new diet tomorrow dun 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 like I genuinely had that thought and I was like what if I did a diet tomorrow what if I did this what if I blah 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 and I was just going down the rabbit hole of you know diet culture and being like oh maybe I'll start this crazy exercise regime and you know what I mean maybe I'll just punish myself and I'll get back to this whatever way I thought I looked a few weeks ago like and the funny thing is it's probably what a few pounds or something but in your mind and the way you look at yourself how much it affects you and I I just was like you know I'm gonna say it on the at the start of this episode because even though we talk about diet culture all the time we talk about you know the anti-diet sort of movement and like trying to fight the way that we've all been in this cycle most a lot of people you know so from disordered eating all that but like in most of our life that like we've all been affected by this and yet I still in the last few weeks have been kind of fallen down this trap and like 
it's like Instagram knows because suddenly there's like these before and after photos showing up on my feed, you know, from nowhere. Same with TikTok. And yeah, I just thought I'd say it and be like, I don't, I'm not going to do the, you know, dieting thing. But like, I don't really want to see friends because I'm afraid they've lost weight and then I'll compare myself to them and it'll trigger. I don't want the summer to come now and we're coming out, hopefully coming out of lockdown and vaccinations. I don't want to show up to places just in case people thought I've put on weight or I don't feel good about myself. All of this stuff is creeping into my mind and I'm a person who comes on this show and talks about how crazy these things are and yet I'm still as susceptible as anyone to them. So I just thought I'd start the show by saying that. That's exactly where I am right now, trying to fight it with all my might and will, but that's just kind of where my headspace is at at the moment and it's crap. (laughs) It's just crap. Thanks so much for sharing that. Thanks for for saying that. Um, imagine I was like, "Oh, this is awkward. I can't believe she said all that." Wow. I'd love if I'd love if you were. I'd love if you were like. I mean, you were like, you know, guys. I was going to say you have put on a few. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. Like, I mean, you know, uh, like I just I feel for you be- because I relate to so much of that. And when you said that to me, oh, I want to talk about this forehand. I was like, yeah, because. I'm feeling very similar at the moment, really? you know, you know, I, f- I felt like for a while there, things were going quite well. I was kind of yeah. d- developing that healthier relationship with food and kind of exercise and stuff. And then, you know, I think it's something to do with kind of the, the, the pattern of the year, you know, um, yes. and how you kind of get caught up in, you know, maybe in January, as we talked about in our New Year's resolution show, like, you know, in January, you're you're eating less kind of junk food and maybe you're exercising more and you're kind of sticking at it but then like the year starts to kick in and there's events and birthdays and there's there's bad things happen good things happen and all of them acquire some sort of uh celebratory or comfort food yeah and then you suddenly start to creep up into the summer and you go oh shit i'm like this is the same this is the same as the last year and there's no sign of a beach bod approaching um for me anyway (laughs) and (laughs) Uh, And yeah, and then there's that added kind of aspect of the lockdown, because I'm sure there's so many people who are like, oh, I can't wait to get out of lockdown, can't wait to get out of quarantine and show off all of the excellent work I've been doing with my exercising at home and eating right and all that. Yeah. Um, So there is that kind of... Quote, unquote, eating right. Quote, unquote, eating right. Exactly. Uh, So there is that kind of concern of... Oh, well, what are people going to think when they see me after yeah. not seeing me for so many months? Are they going to think, oh, they're looking pretty good. They lost a few pounds or, oh, Jesus, they let themselves go in lockdown. Yes. And not that we're going around thinking about that about everyone. We're probably thinking about that better, that, that about ourselves more than anything else. Yeah. Uh, but I do think it's important to kind of state these things at the top of the show because I wouldn't need, I don't think either of us would want our listeners to think that we're like totally above and immune to all of this stuff. Yeah. Um, this diet culture stuff that uh, is just a, a constant kind of part of our lives. Um, uh, and I hope that by going through this episode, it might kind of help us hit the reset button a little bit and maybe for some of our listeners as well and just kind of try to kind of laugh at it again and, you know, help get our heads above water. Like, And I actually think that you hit on a really good point there of the seasonal thing. Yeah, big time. Where really always before summer it's always been a a, re, a a repetition in my life before summer the panic the yeah. setting in of the panic where I'm like oh my god here we go it's gonna get warmer clouds are gonna get thinner and more you know what I mean like racy um, <laughs> and 
in my in my I'm just going well, that's what long. happens to me anyway <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. speedo season but yeah. <laughs> you know all of that starts setting in and I'm like oh my god here we go I'm mm-hmm. you know not that like once again everybody is a beach body all of these things but it's what naturally happens to me around this time of year and the fact that even saying it out loud I'm like oh yeah this is a pattern it's, it, a it's such a pattern weird pattern why am I doing this what why can't I never help myself? Why do I not treat myself like I would treat a friend in this situation? Um, and like, as well, I have to say, you know, I'm one of probably, a, near, in nearly, I'm not, uh, but like, you know, I, for a lot of people, I, I said this to my sister last night, I'm usually one of the bigger people in the room. You know, no matter, you know, I just usually Same. am. And sometimes, uh, even around my loved ones, when they talk about wanting to be at a smaller size and all this, I'm like, you are, sm-. in my head, I'm like, you mm-hmm. are smaller than me. Yeah. That's actually really hard to hear. And I know I'm not, it's, I can't put that on you. You have to live your life. But it's sometimes I have to admit, very difficult for me to hear those things. I to- I um, totally hear you. And I've absolutely been, you know, the biggest person in the room with much smaller people, you know, saying yeah. like, oh my God, I'm disgusting pig because yeah. I'm yeah. four pounds overweight. And I'm like, well, try 40 pounds overweight or, try, you know, more <laughs> yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Right. But, you know, over the years, I think because the, the more, you know, because we're always kind of analyzing this stuff, the more I think about it, the more I realize like, you know, yes, there is uh, the number on the scales is, you know, a measure of how heavy you are, but yeah. really fat is a feeling, you know, it's yeah. it's the reason why you can be, you know, say 50 pounds over your, um, you know, quote unquote healthy target weight whatever you want to call it right you can be 50 pounds over that weight lose 10 pounds and feel amazing right put two pounds on put two pounds back on and feel like absolute garbage it's because it's this whole kind of like experience thing you know so like so that and that and that's also why someone who is you know um 300 pounds whatever that you would like term like obese or clinically obese they can they can feel amazing because of their mindset around it yeah. because of their their life experience you know and their attitude so so i think as much as it does kind of irk me from time to time when like a really kind of thin or fit person when like when a thin friend of mine posts their before photo online and i'm like <laughs> that's my after picture your before photo is my after picture you know what i mean like I, I, I used to get really pissed off at that, but the more I kind of think about it, the more I'm like, it's, it's a feeling, you know, it, it yeah. really is a feeling. And they're not looking at me going, oh, well, at least I'm not as big as this guy here. They're just going yeah. like, oh, I'm horrible and fat because I had an extra serving of whatever for dinner last night, you know? It is, it is all relative. Anyone can feel like this. They, you know, a model who's just done Victoria's totally. Secret, I'm sure, comes off and will compare herself to someone who has a half a... Yeah inch thinner thigh than she does everyone can feel like this but yeah I just think it's important to talk about it this is uh and obviously we're gonna listen the laughs will start soon lads you know what I mean but um you know we're not (laughs) (laughs) maybe this is just gonna be not a funny show um but I think that yeah, I just had to say it because actually as well, I'm like, do you know what? Sometimes I don't say these things and I start these weird habits of like extreme dieting. I might cut myself off from friends. I might, 
you know, really, really be so self-critical and start to really hate myself. And I'm like, what is the point? Like, I am 32. I've learned a little bit by now. You know, I've just been through a bloody year and a half of a pandemic for most of our, everyone's life that I know has has been disrupted and a lot of people have been so hardly affected by it. What is the point that now we're coming to a part of freedom and suddenly I'm going to be like, Do you know, now's the time to really be so self-critical about yourself yeah. and hate yourself. My body has done fantastic things. I will continue to do fantastic things. And I'm so lucky to be healthy. Jesus Christ. Totally. Like. So, yeah, it's it's just something I had to say out loud. And I thought the podcast, when people have to listen to us, um, is the best place to do it. But, uh, yeah. And it, I, I hope, you know, it makes someone feel better at home. Someone's feeling like this, guys. I do it all the time. And actually, one thing I want to say, I took a video the other day. I was holding my niece, my newborn niece. And uh, I was singing Wyclef Sean's um, Perfect Gentleman to her because I think every baby needs to hear just because she dances loco it don't make her a home. Oh that's a great song. But that song. Great song. And I was just dancing in the kitchen holding her and my brother took a video of it and I saw the video and and now listen I did look shocking and I was just saying, like delete like, that video I, now. But you know when you're like yeah you know when you're like how dare you sir for taking a video like that of me. But yeah. I was like oh my god in my head like I'm fucking you know excuse my language I'm hideous and blah, blah. I was pointing out everything I thought was wrong with my body face hair <sighs> life and then I was thinking in 18 years time when my niece is watching this probably from a chip in her head or something I don't know how they're going to watch things in yeah. the future and um, she will just be watching it going look how insane my auntie is singing Wyclef Sean to me as a baby like she'll just be watching it with happiness and love and laughing you know what I mean like yeah. I doubt she's going to go like, Jesus, now you really should have, <laughs> you really should have been on a very restrictive diet, yeah. anti-grace. Like, but if she is, maybe she'll be an asshole and I'll be like, listen, you're cut off. <laughs> <laughs> and if she's listening to this now, uh, all hail our Martian overlords. That's all I have to say. <laughs> Today we're talking about one of my favourite bizarre weight loss shows out there. Okay. Uh, it's an American show and I'm just going to throw the title your way and see what okay. you get from the okay. title, right? The title of this show is Fit Too Fat Too Fit. <laughs> what do you get from that title? Is it, what springs to mind? What kind of show do you think we're going to be watching today? Okay. Fit to Fat to Fit. So either, okay, well, first of all, it's going to be a show that I imagine doesn't deal with um, the whole body image and fitness and and health in in a way that isn't exploitative. Um, I imagine it's going to be in the pit of my stomach. I'm getting some negative (laughs) vibes. Um, I'm kind of afraid that what they're doing is getting traditionally looking fit people, fattening them up. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) <laughs> like as in in some sort of weird sort of like once again like I feel like some sort of they'll be in some sort of cattle mart and they're just fattening them up and then making right. them try and get fit again that is the worst case scenario that I'm <laughs> like my most dystopian style of show which by the way I still feel like definitely could be made and I can imagine in a pitch someone being like let's just fatten up some you know fit Amazing. like in, like if you got a fit fluencer and and like a fat fluencer a fat oh I want to be a fat fluencer. <laughs> My new comedian fat fluencer, Grace Mulvey. That's what I want. Yeah. <laughs> fat ambassador. <laughs> <laughs> 
do I get my own like what do they consulate? <laughs> and like what's my my flag is just a huge a huge like pithing alert. That's just my flag <laughs> yeah. outside my consulate. Love it. Yeah, well, Grace, look, you're not far off, and when I say you're not far off, I mean no. you are dead on um when no you, connor when, i'm not am when I? you say fatten up i'm picturing do you remember homer simpson in hell with the donuts being fed into oh, him he's yes. strapped into yeah, the machine yeah, yeah. and he's all done or when it's, that other episode where homer wants to get on disability like oh he my god home, the 300 pounds which by the way now thinking back i'm like this is a very problematic episode. yeah <laughs> Of course. Where he's Grace, wearing a moo-moo. Yeah. He's wearing a, yeah, he's, he's wearing the moo-moo. He has to, yeah. his his hands are too fat to dial the phone. Um, yeah, where bar- he has to, they offer him a garbage-sized bag of popcorn if he leaves the cinema because he won't fit. Like, the, all those things are genuine. That is so bad, actually, now that you mention yeah. it. Yeah. And, and yeah. Grace, that's what we grew up watching. You know what I mean? Oh, like, that's, yeah. we were yeah. kids. Those were our formative years when we were watching, like, the main, basically one of the main characters of this, like, show that was just on like constantly it was dealing with weight in a very unusual way often comedic but that was kind of the big kind of episode where it just yeah. really got out of control right that like I mean, listen I absolutely think A Fridge Too Far being the name of that film is, is absolutely hilarious like I love a pun but like <laughs> when you think about that's it just Homer, it's just good comedy that's comedy right literally there. that's just good writing I'm sorry but give them a, give them the Emmy yeah. um, give them the Oscar Fit to fat to fit, right? Most weight loss reality shows are about people trying to lose weight and get fit. Well, what if there was a show that was the opposite of that? Plus that. So basically... (laughs) I actually, like, I'm I'm hyperventilating. I can't believe I got it right. So this is a show that I used to watch for inspiration to get fit, right? Okay. Members of the public with lifelong weight problems and elevated body weights enlist the help of a personal trainer to help them get fit. But how can a personal trainer possibly know what it's like to lose all that weight? So the personal trainer has four months to stop working out, start eating badly and put on a lot of weight so that they can train with their new client and lose the weight together. You fit to fat to fit yeah i okay connor can i ask you a question because i actually have never heard of this show so i cannot believe like and i'm a i'm a professional tv watcher how long did this show run for okay good question um so the show kicked off in 2016 season one it had 2016 2016 yeah this is very recently yeah uh they had their second season i think was about 2018 okay very recently then of course you know 2020 is probably a bit of a difficult production year i'm assuming i don't know that for a fact but i i did see somewhere that there is a season three in the works how how in this time are we still producing these shows do you know what's so funny i feel like um the contestants the personal trainers who have to quote unquote get fat um I feel like quarantine would be just the perfect size of a year. <laughs> it would just be like, well, I'm just going to go for it. I'm going to go for a year of doing this. Yeah. So Grace, like, let me see. I'm going to give you a little bit of an origin story of where this came from. And then we'll talk about it and then we'll look at some clips. Okay. Yeah. So in 2011, 
personal trainer Drew Manning decided to give up his healthy lifestyle and start subsisting on a diet of fast food and sugar drinks for six months to show his clients how to work their way back to health, right? So he, he was basically using himself as like a human guinea pig, right? Yeah. It started as a blog, then it became a book, and then it became the reality series that we're going to be really talking about today. He said that as a personal trainer, he failed again and again to help his heaviest clients get fit. So yeah. he put on 75 pounds, which is about five point five and a half stone. Um, yeah. He put on 75 pounds in six months and he developed a fatty liver and the kidneys of an alcoholic is what his doctor said. But most of all, he lost his abs. No more abs. Oh, devastating. Tragedy. Tragedy, that's right? That's tragedy, yeah. So... With the with his personal training experience, he basically put his money where his mouth was and he worked out and ate right and got back to his former weight and fitness level and most of all gained empathy so he could help his clients lose weight from a place of personal experience. <laughs> well, I lost in fat, I gained in empathy. If you don't have that thing called empathy, you're a psychopath. <laughs> like, watch a psychopath gain weight. <laughs> I developed human emotions <laughs> emotional intelligence through yeah. eating hot dogs and brownies Just for breakfast from psychopath to empathy to psychopath <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's what they should just call it <laughs> um so yeah so on this show um what do you think what do you think an episode of the show is going to look like what do you think we're going to see on a show like this Okay, so can I ask you, the guy who wrote the book and everything, is he actually involved in the reality TV series as well? So it, so it basically not, it's more so just using his story. That basically, that okay. origin story that I gave you, that's almost like a jumping off point for the show. Like right. if you could imagine the opening kind of minute of the show is him telling that story, showing some before and after and... yes. Before and after pics. I don't know what. Before, after, before. Or before, after, I know, it's after. Like, the picture is just the same. And she's like, here's me without empathy. Here's me yeah. with empathy. <laughs> here's me without empathy again. Um, okay, so I would imagine an episode is like, you know, a trainer going, you know, talking to bigger people without any empathy um, and being like, I don't understand you. You're not human being like me. Me be human being. You be no human being. You big. And then... <laughs> and then and then go me strong me strong yeah. you you Why? fat me strong <laughs> me good you bad you bobo boy and then i have a feeling <laughs> that the that the personal trainer is like i don't understand why these people aren't just exactly like me and getting the exact same results as me because although we're all different human beings surely they should look the exact same way as me by eating and drinking the same way as me all the time no excuses no lifestyle differences no changes in life at all and then being like okay well I suppose what I'll do is go the total opposite and eat such ridiculous food that actually no one would eat every single day um to gain weight and of course really put my health at risk but then be like look I'm like you fat people bo bo fat people bad boy <laughs> me and then- fat now <laughs> was strong now fat <laughs> um, he was like before I was able to to, <laughs> to travel by vine on tree but now too fat vine snap um, but I think then <laughs> now take bus sad <laughs> But then, you know, I think 
Um, then, you know, once he has done this ridiculous thing to his body and um, that's really off the other end of the spectrum and sort of goes like, look how fat people are so bad and they get their liver so fatty and blah, blah, blah. And then uh, he goes back to being fit and then uses his other really restrictive lifestyle on the other end of the spectrum to be fit again and then go, look, I'm so much better now, but I do re- realise what it was like to be fat, but not change any of my ways and still <laughs> expect you to follow my lead. Is that kind of what I'm getting? Uh, you're you're kind of spot on. Imagine he just put on the weight and then just fucked off and worked out and he's like, see, I could do it, fatty. Now you try. And then... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is that kind of what I'm, I'm getting? You're very, you're very close and like, like as in very, very, very close. Um, And basically what I think is very interesting about this is this is the format. You know, we talked about the formats yeah. on our Super Size vs. Super Skinny episode and how it kind of feeds into this, um, the audience's need for consuming stories. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, again, you have a kind of a character who's trying to reach a goal. It just so happens in this case, his goal that we're like rooting for him for, for the first half of the episode is to put on weight as opposed to the usual putting off, taking off weight. So it's it's a very interesting show and i'm not gonna lie like i mean you know we said it before about the other weight loss shows in the past like yeah i was into this show when i first yeah. saw the words fit to fat to fit i was like i know exactly what that show is and yes. i am gonna find it it's not on irish tv so i'm gonna find that show and i'm gonna watch it and i watched i think i watched like maybe five or six episodes and then i was like okay i got it but yeah. there are so many interesting revelations throughout the show which is why i can see why people are legitimizing it why people are going yeah. like yeah like he's learning and he's in their shoes and all of these kind of moments so let's just uh watch i have a, i have a couple of clips actually so okay. um let's watch a few of them here and we can kind of get a vibe of the kind of structure of an episode i there now there are a bunch of episodes a bunch of different people there are male and female trainers who kind of take this thing on I've kind yeah. of focused on just the one guy, but his experience is quite, you know, um, kind of standard. Yes. Yeah, so, so far what we're seeing, what I'm seeing in front of me is a very traditional looking gym space and um, looks like some sort of hit exercise class. Yes. There is an, a very beautiful sculpted woman. Love the fake tan. I wonder if she uses Coco Brown. Um, and everyone's on the ground doing those horrific, um, what do you call it? You know, when they're mountain climbers. Uh, oh, uh, ma- yes. Yes. Which I think should be made illegal. They should be banned. All of these they exercises should be banned. Should be banned. Yeah. When Bonnie and I first met, um, we were both into physical fitness. I met her in the gym and she didn't even remember my face. I saw her later on where I worked and she said, oh, you're the guy with the vein in his arm. In the last 15 years, she and I have really been side by side. I wonder what's going to happen. I've always been fit around Bonnie and... I can't help but wonder if she's going to be unattracted to me or or if, if I'm going to push her away, just feeling unworthy. If you lost five pounds of fat, that's what you lost. That's only five pounds of fat. This is five pounds of muscle. Listen, don't throw away your investment. This was really hard and it's really precious. All right? Don't go and get this. Being overweight is definitely a choice. I'm going to get hate mail. I don't care. Nobody is overweight by accident. At some point, you put something in your mouth that didn't belong there. Can I just say the last thing he said there was at some point you put something in your mouth that didn't belong there. Yes. <laughs> Story of my sex life. No, um, I, <laughs> that's such a bad joke. Title of your sex, but, or your sex tape. Yeah. Yeah. Title of my sex tape. <laughs> but, oh, okay. 
straight away my reaction to that. First of all, I love a couple who jog with two massive dogs um, very naturally in the middle of what looks like a highway. Because <laughs> that's literally the start of the clip. I fa- you know what I find really interesting, right? Um, what I find interesting is already that personal trainer was sitting there and he's like, he is this very muscular man, which by the way, like those muscles that he has, they're so defined that I'm like, oh wow, this is your full-time job. Like, yeah. is he like, you don't do anything else other than stay fit. And he's by not the way, just like, like a physically fit yeah. man. He's like a fitness model, literally a fitness Yeah, he's model. almost like a bodybuilder. That sort of thing means like 24-7, yeah. <clears throat> no straying from a very restrict, such, such a restrictive diet that actually would be considered sort of disordered eating. Sure. Right? That's, that's actually the, the God's honest truth, right? But he sat there. And what's so funny is before we're even, this is before he's even going to get to the fat bit to see what life is like as a fat person. He already is saying, I wonder if my partner's going to be attracted to me, mm-hmm. if I'm going to push her away, if it's going to affect things in my life, if I'm going to be treated differently. So already he actually does know that being a fat person or a bigger person has these challenges that people are going to treat you differently. He's already well aware of this. So already I'm like, I call bullshit on the fact that the, that these people are like, I wonder what it's like for bigger. Already the fears you yeah. have, you know what bigger people go through. So like, that's what's so funny. You're already admitting. Yeah, I kind of do know what it's like. It, it, it must be a bit crap because people like me walk around going, it's a choice. <laughs> You're like, Okay. <laughs> Um, also, when they're holding up the fat, I remember this so clearly. They basically like oh, the hold stop, up the fat. Yeah. If you haven't seen, if you haven't seen, the, like obviously, if you've ever seen something like that before, I've been shown this probably three or four times in my life in in different diet um, programs. They hold up this like like floppy yellow um, oh, like foamy yeah. thing, and it's like it jiggles, like it's like a gelatin, right? And they're like, "This I've is never five touched that fat. before. Have, Have you, you touched one of them before?" I- yeah, it's, it feels it feels like touching my entire body. Yeah, um, <laughs> have you not like touched my... yourself? <laughs> Connor, it's basically me touching my stomach and going hello, good morning. Um, yeah, so I have touched it. You know what they did once in a Weight Watchers meeting? Oh, scars to kind of turn us off eating chocolate. They got a giant size bar of dairy milk chocolate, the best chocolate in the world, by the way. Um, don't come at me. But they got a giant part and then they sellotaped this five pounds of fat to it and made us all hold it and they passed it around the group and then they went, oh yeah? Now feel that, ladies. That could be on your body. Do you want to eat that chocolate now? And like, once again, straight away in my mind, it was like, yes, I definitely do. Like, I, this has, no, has not in any way affected me at all. Also, the little thing of like... Can I also showed- wipe it down before I eat it? <laughs> In the meeting, I just took a big old bite. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, Denise, I will eat this. And then I just took a bite of the fat and the chocolate. But yeah, that's <laughs> that's what that's one of my that's one of my traumatic experiences with uh, fat. But that's my first instinct was, was seeing that clip already. And the fact that yeah. it has this thing of like, it's a choice. God, Jesus Christ. It just really upset. I feel to be honest, I feel I feel like, you know, that whole thing of, yeah, being fat is a choice, come at me, uh, hate mail, all that. I feel like that's very kind of like reality TV kind of bravado that you would kind of be coached yes. to say that. Yeah. Like, like I mean, you yeah. might not necessarily, like, I'm assuming, like, I'm giving them the like benefit pro- of the doubt. No, say, absolutely. I'd say a producer is like, 
here we need a kind of you know yeah remember remember that thing you said to us privately when we were casting you for the show do you mind kind of saying and he's like yeah screw it i'll put my cards on the table and i think that's kind of setting him up as being a bit of kind of like an asshole and like look how far he's gonna kind of go on this journey um so one other thing can i just say sorry at the end of that clip he says don't get rid of your investment he kind of said something like don't kind of he holds up the piece of fake muscle yeah so he was talking, he was holding a piece of face muscle and he was like, you've gained this muscle. Don't throw away your investment. To this room full of women who've just finished a workout. And already, like, that's like the most guilt ridden yeah. type of motivation. Basically going, you've done this workout and instead of being like fair play, being like, now you basically could go out and ruin it by going outside and eating something you enjoy. So don't <laughs> do that. And it's like, what I didn't pay for you to like uh, I'm sure they're paying insane money and being like now I'm threatened when are you gonna find me and kill me if I lose this muscle like what's going on so right so after that basically so we get a little profile on him and then we introduce the person who is is going to be his client right now I've decided not to really show too much of her perspective because we've kind of seen that a million times on uh, yeah. you know reality shows so um then after we get that profile on her they meet and uh, he basically, uh, they have this meeting, right? So. Oh, so they don't already have a relationship. I thought. No, no, they don't. Okay. They're, they are okay. paired up on this show and they meet for the first time, right? The reason we've prolonged this for four months is to give me time to gain 45 pounds. Shut up. So. Oh my God, Steve. My fitness, I've kind of put it in that high place. And I think you're worthy to, for me to lay that down and, um, you know. Don't cry, I'm so sorry. It's, it's something I'm willing to do if it changes your life. And if other people can watch this and they can learn from it, then why not share it with everybody, right? So we're going to learn a lot together. Oh my God, so we're going to work out together and lose it together. Absolutely. (sighs) Oh. That clip was tough to watch. That was very tough to watch. Uh, Darren just sent a note saying to us, fucking hell, this show is outrageous. Absolutely, Darren. <laughs> Grace, why do, you feel, why do you feel like that was tough to watch? I, do you know what was so sad was, first of all, I felt for him because you could tell actually that his body changing is a really big deal to him. And one thing I don't think people talk about enough is the people in the fitness industry, the the strain actually on their body to keep up with this unrealistic mm. um, standard that this man, it, like it is an unrealistic standard. He must work his heart out to look like this all the time for the fact that it's actually for him getting bigger and stuff probably isn't as much about the health thing, but about the control, like giving over that control is really difficult and accepting your body's going to change. You could see it really affected him. Um, but what really made me so sad was how sad she was that this man was going to yeah. get bigger and how much like she her. was like, I, and she, yeah, she was like, I can't believe you'd do this to me. You'd swear the man was saying, listen, I'm going to give you all my kidneys. And she's like, oh my God, you're giving me your kidneys. You know, what he's saying is, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to gain a bit of weight. And she was so, yeah. thinks that's such a big sacrifice that she yeah. was devastated and, and really upset for him. And I think, God, you know what's so funny? The amount of times I have been asked by society or whatever, 
to change my body to a smaller body and no one thinks that's a sacrifice but to change your body to a bigger body is seen as such a sacrifice because because at the end of the day and I mean this by a societal way not the way I think being bigger is worse so it's seen as a sacrifice to be bigger but to be smaller and to continually diet and to continually sacrifice and to continually um, put yourself and your body through actually what we now know through research is worse then you know what I mean? Like if you just let your body be, yeah, is not seen as a sacrifice. Yeah. And that's really sad because that woman is being asked to change her body and she doesn't think it's a sacrifice, but he's being asked to change his body. Both of them are devastated. And that really upsets me to watch. Absolutely. And you know what, Grace, like very well said. And um, that's a common reaction. You know what I mean? Like that, yeah. you know, the the people crying, the people going like, oh no, like, I mean, I, I'm, I'm sure I've seen even bigger reactions from people being like, no, don't destroy your body the way I've destroyed mine. Destroy. Like, you know, you, my God. You know, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Like, um, yeah. so it is, it's really tough. And like, I mean, you know, there, like, even I have to say, even though I've already seen this episode, even though I've gone through this episode and picked out clips, even watching that scene, that part of me that consumes TV and stories, I'm like, I want to see where this goes. You know, I want to see, I want to follow the straight away, straight away. I want to know what he looks like bigger. Straight away. I want to know. I also want to know what he looks like without that outrageous amount of fake tan. Because right now, and I know no one can see it. That's not part of the contract, Grace. That's not part of the contract. (laughs) No, no, that's very strict stipulation. The fake tan stays on. It's not called fit to fat to fake tanless i don't know um yeah no that's no it'd be it'd be tan to pale to tan and that's just what the show should be is me seeing various shades yeah. of this man's tan i just really want to see the tan budget in the production because this guy's fake tan is off the charts ladies it is proper <laughs> going to coppers you know what i mean the fake tan you do go to coppers yeah. or during the all that's the name of his tanning they- salon coppers because they turn your yeah. skin copper by the way, to any of our international listeners, Coppers is a club in Dublin that you everyone must go to at least once in their life. Um, yeah. It's a real experience. So what comes after this? After um, he they have their first meeting, uh, she gets to go home and just okay. live her life for four months. She doesn't take part now for another four months. Then right. he begins a four-month a transfatmation. No, they don't say that. I just made that word they up. They don't. <laughs> no, no, they don't. <laughs> um, so basically, uh, she they, they part ways. He now has four months to um, gain 45 pounds, right? Okay. Uh, and to do Which, that, by the way, to... straight away, no one would ever really do that in their life. Like a, a bigger person <laughs> wouldn't gain 45 bloody pounds in four months. That's, exactly. You know what I mean? uh, yeah. So to do this, he has to um, stop working out and increase his caloric intake. Um, yeah. I'll give you an idea of the figures of the calories um, in okay. a bit. But for now, let's just watch. So so we're kind of into his first night here. Um, when we come into this clip, his first night, having just eaten a massive meal at a restaurant. Uh, <laughs> this is a fun one. Love you. <laughs> After a lifetime of eating clean... Steve's body isn't prepared for this radical change in diet. I'm just uh, feeling super full. The nausea is just coming in waves. I thought I was going to get sick at the table, but as soon as I got some fresh air and stood up, I feel okay. <laughs> but even as I say that, I used to get another wave. So um, 
Okay, this is really sad, but I'm kind of hoping I hang in there until I get the cookies. Until I get the cookies and cream fondue. And then, uh, you know, that's probably going to be it. <laughs> I'm going to throw in the towel. It's either going to come up or I'm going home, man. But, uh, but I'm going to finish this meal. Excuse me. Oh, boy. Is that right? Yeah, just not feeling good. <laughs> We're going to have to go. Oh, God, that is rough to watch. Also, just hilarious that he burped straight into the camera. Um, fair play to him. But <laughs> he is, like, also for this guy, right? You know, to be, once again, as we said, for his physique to stay the way it is. Yeah. Like, you've heard actors talking about how they'd, like, um, actors that would talk about, like, say, the Marvel movies and stuff. Like, the stuff that they just, they are constantly, like, playing chicken, playing chicken, playing chicken, like, 45 times a day to, you know, stay in that shape. So for him to suddenly go to this meal that's, like, obviously, you know, oil and different, you know, different spices, different type of fats, different Carbs whatever. And sugars and... yeah. Of course, he's, he, that must be horrendous for him. His body is literally getting an injection of like so many different foods. It's like going to a different country and, you know, you, you eat a meal for the first night and it just might have yes. different. And like your body is like, I need to get Has to, to adapt straight away because I have to adapt to this. That's what's happening to him here. And he just can't, is like, I can't handle this at all. It must really freak him out. It's, it's genuinely like watching a different type of eating disorder because he has eaten a certain way probably for so long that this is like being hit by a car or something like his body is literally like i can't take this yeah it's got to be such a shock to the system like just physically that amount of food going into your digestive tract is your body is literally going to be what the hell is going on something is terribly wrong and then to also remove like how how much must he have been working out you know, like oh he was God, probably yeah. like yeah. every day in the gym and yeah. then working with yeah. clients, probably yeah. one of these guys is up at 6am in the gym, all that sort yeah. of thing, uh, doing lots of cardio, doing lots of weights, all that. And now he's just not to do that at all. Like that's a lot of work. Do you know what I mean? Like, I mean, the tan alone, <laughs> I'd say he's working out while in the, I'd say he is like doing Kegels in the tanning bed. <laughs> oh, <laughs> definitely, how, definitely. Yeah, yeah. But you don't want to waste you know that, that tan time. <laughs> you know, yeah. Also, can I just say, if you're for your first meal to choose fondue as the dessert is an insane insane option i think that's the last thing it's like he went for a big curry and a pint i'm like pal maybe you need to like ease yourself in yeah like you're you're totally right ease yourself in like i mean that this is purely where the kind of spectacle of it being a tv show comes into it yeah it's not like okay look week one we're gonna increase by a thousand calories week two we're gonna go it's it's like no it's like day one eat five thousand calories in one meal you know and he's like in, in before that clip kicks off he's eating like in in that restaurant he's eating pizzas he's eating pasta he's eating all that stuff and he's enjoying it but then by the time we met him in our clip he's like very uncomfortable and the dessert comes out and he has cookies and cream fondue which basically looks like a bowl of melted hot oreos in glue and with a a cake on the side 
Yeah, it had it like had like this Madeira cake on the side, and I was like, yeah. this doesn't even look appealing. Like as in like I love a dessert, like you know what I mean. Don't get me wrong, yeah. but this actually doesn't look that appealing. I wouldn't be like, let's get fondue. It's like he went like, let's get the foie gras, creme brulee. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Pate. It's like he went for every crazy. But that's it. That's the TV show thing. They want to jump. It's like it's a bit like I suppose the kind of McDonald's documentary. What would happen if you had McDonald's? Super size. Yeah. Like yeah. That that must be it. You know. And I think as well, like if you were to kind of like to speak to him in his own language, like if someone wanted to become a bodybuilder, for example, yeah. like an elite bodybuilder, day one, they would not be lifting the heaviest weight, you know? So yes. this is like, yeah. and he knows yeah. this, you know, he, he yes. very much yeah. knows this. So it, to, to buy into this, I like this is coming from like, yeah, you're totally right. Supersize me. This idea of actors bulking up to put on weight mm-hmm. where they just eat stupid amounts of food and it's a bit of fun and it's all the things yeah. like because a lot of these foods that they eat are foods that have been kind of restricted to them over yes. their life, you know, um, yeah. that they would have maybe as a cheat meal or on a cheat day. So uh, to then just suddenly have them all in one meal, it's just absolute madness. Right. So I really hate the term cheat meal, by the way, and cheat day. I feel like. I'm almost like, are you having an affair while you're doing this? I just don't like, why are we calling it cheating? It's such a weird thing. You're not married to your diet. Like, like, I just don't call it cheat meal. It's so annoying. Hey there, Fat Camp fam. Hope you're enjoying this episode all about fit to fat to fit. As usual, these diet shows seem to have a lot of content for me and Grace to talk about. So we decided to split this one into two parts. Uh, You can find the next part of Fit to Fat to Fit coming up next week. And make sure to tune in because you'll get to hear a very special ad that we've created especially for this show. Thanks so much for your continued support and see you next time.